What's better than this? Guys being dudes. This podcast contains language and themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Busted Barstools podcast. You are joined by Beric, the coach, the doctor, and myself, the Sasquatch. How are we, gents, on this, the last episode of season two? We all good? Good, yes. Fantastic. What about changing my name to The Beric? Because I seem I'm the only one that doesn't have a the before. Yeah, we could launch that in a season maybe, three. Maybe we'll have to yeah. discuss this. <laughs> yeah, when contract renegotiations start. Oh. Free Signing. agency period. <laughs> we, had um, a, we had a shout out during the week, lads. Um, or a shout out, a request. I was walking in the D6W area yesterday, Saturday morning, and the Bums, Tums and Mums Club, walking club, um, asked could they have a shout out so they told me their motto or their their name comes from bums because they have them tums because they want to lose them and mums because they ogle them but look apparently looking for new members they walk in the the d6w area they meet at the foam cafe um half 10 every saturday so any members out there that want, are in the area want to get involved knock in there yeah what's that area again <laughs> d6w which would be it'll be the terrenure rathgar yeah, okay, yeah 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 okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Not familiar. We'll we'll discuss uh, we'll discuss payment <laughs> for uh, your free advertising there as well. Um, don't be afraid to send the tid to bust the bar still. We have a loot account. We're legit. <laughs> um, some is a good bit of sport again this weekend. Um, it's been a bit of a letdown weekend, I thought. Yeah. Well, the Horn was exceptional. I that's the Horn was ex- well. Yeah. Yeah. Both games. Um, yeah. Was the second game? Yeah, it was. It was a good. I didn't watch either game. It was a good game. Saturdays was obviously for the second half alone. Keep Joe Cannon. Yeah, he went, went off on it. Bad. Off yeah. neck brace, but looked rough. Looked rough. Hopefully, he's not um, too bad. Hopefully, it is just a concussion and, and not a neck injury, because um, it looked quite severe the way he had to stretch him off. Did he get what? He got a, he, no, he got about ninety kilos of a man going at about. 15 to 18 kilometers an hour straight to the neck. Um, yeah, yeah, Zone player, player as well. Zone player as well. Friendly fire. Nothing worse. That's a duty, all right. Um, duty. It was Ireland's labour to a victory over Georgia. It was quite poor. Poor watch of anyone tune into that. I think I think he's he's got a corner yes. pressure now, doesn't he? Mm, Mr. Has Carroll. to. Has to. Um, not a great place to be, having two <coughs> Irish managers under pressure. Um, well, that's where we're at in 2020. Um all in football finals obviously next weekend and I suppose last night was probably one of the strangest nights in the NFL history I think so the Detroit Lions relieved Matt Patricia of his duties as well as the GM his name escapes me and Denver Broncos take the field tonight against the New Orleans Saints because their backup quarterback uh, Matt Driscoll or Jeff Driscoll Jeff Driscoll has contracted COVID and all the other co- uh, quarterbacks in the club are deemed close contacts. They are playing the New Orleans Saints tonight without a, without a quarterback. I think a wide receiver, Hilton, is going to sta- step in a quarterback. But it's it's just bizarre. Is there any... You'll be able to answer this. Um, Beric and Sass will be able to answer this. But is there an emergency... Like, like in football, if you're lower leagues, and you, you know you, you can get a lower league keeper up on an emergency. <laughs> is there an emergency kind of waiver signing process that... 
or is it just too each, short a time period? Or? Each franchise would have a thing known as the... If you watch Hard Knocks, they have a f- yeah. practice squad. So there's players that are, are signed to the franchise, but they're they're not in the 52-man yeah. roster. They're not yeah. active, isn't yeah. that what they call it? Is there it? a time frame yeah. they could have made one active or no? I think it was short. too short. Yeah. Um, over Because that only happened last, last night, night or less yeah. um, I think he yeah. tested positive on Friday. There's no way... He, yeah, there's no way you'd, like your man probably, I imagine would have to get tested then and everything. I know it's probably not that big a deal at that level, but like I'd say it was, I'd say there's a lot of hoops to jump through before getting. I think one of the Thanksgiving in. games off as well, didn't they, for COVID? Yeah. The Ravens and the Steelers as well. Is it off, off, or is it just still pushed back to Tuesday? I think yeah. it'll be off, off, to be honest, because there just seems to be more and more I'm getting in it. Lamar's out. The Ravens with have it. 18 players. Yeah in the COVID ban yeah. type thing um, so that game I don't think there's a way that goes ahead on Tuesday but look uh, at the time of recording it is still slate it has moved from Thursday to Sunday to Monday and now to Tuesday the reason being neither team has a bye week left I think we actually touched on that at the start is that if COVID hits and you haven't had your bye week it's okay you can kind of walk around it. you can what it did the Steelers yeah that's yeah. your bye week basically yeah. now there's, there's so little scope for error um, anything else any fighting this weekend? Um, UFC wise, there was um, there was an event on which actually the main event got pulled for COVID as well. Curtis Blades and Derek Lewis. It was an average card, really. Other than that, um, mm. just I suppose Tyson mm. was on, wasn't he? We'll save Stay that for the the rough and tumble because there is a bit more to that though than just the Tyson and mm. Roy Jones fight that I want to want to push. Push bias. That's perfect. Yeah, um, yeah we'll, we'll get to that now in just one second. Just quickly, just obviously tonight being the last episode, we have a number of fan questions to get to the at the end. Um, we put, we've drawn a name out with a hat, and that name pull out with a hat will be the lucky winner of a £60 gift voucher for USA Sports. Do you have a hat present? I have indeed. It is, in fact, a... Seattle Seahawks hat, Seahawks. believe it or oh, not. Thanks to USA Sports merch. Per- I was just yeah, about to say that. Not my, That's exactly what not I was pushed from. To USA in 2018. Uh, USA Sports merch. Um, the- I actually still have a fridge magnet from yeah. the holiday. Just so remember who the real MVP okay. is. Um, yeah. Anyway, mm. let's get down to it. Proudly sponsored by Bud Light. It's Barracks. Rough and tumble. Imagine we were sponsored by Bud Light. That would be yeah. serious. No, no, no. It's Sam's Sasquatch's Bud named Light. He's sponsoring your section. <laughs> anyway, uh... we'll just let that go. <laughs> Thank. Have we still not got team music? I suppose it's too, too late. late in too the late game. In the, it's too, too late, late in the series. Game. Too late in the series. We'll get it for next one. Let's just keep we... going. Right. And now, coach, hit me. That would be good, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like the Bruce Buffer. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'll you can pay that. for intros yeah. from me, but yeah, look, we'll work on it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we've no budget, but yeah, let's work once, on it. <laughs> once the, well, once that once that check clears from the what's a bums, thumbs, and <laughs> mums club, we can, we'll sure. Yeah, but you know what it'll be? It'll be Siobhan forty three. Here he is now, Brendo. Yeah, I was gonna ask: Are the bu- are the bums, mum, bums, thumbs, and, and mums club a Group of gents yeah, or a group what of ladies? they say is that their name, the bums they have, the tums they want to lose, and the mums they ogle. So I presume if they're ogling mums, 
It's don't think he can angle anyone in this current day. Very PC. Anyway, this episode is escaping us. Yeah, sorry. sorry. Start that clock. That clock is going. Yeah, get it rocking. Right. Like Coach said, we all know what happened last week on our school tour. Um, no, um, this week was the Tyson and Roy Jones toy, if you will, exhibition, whatever you want to call it, sparring match, whatever. Um, I I would like to. I, I'm not actually going to go into it that much because it, there wasn't a whole pile to it. Like they had a bit of a move around. Tyson beat him over all eight rounds, but um, what I kind of want to throw out to you here. The, I suppose if you want to call it co-main event was Jay Call and Nate Robinson. If any is have watched it, and Nate Robinson got knocked the fuck out to put it very mildly. Um, now your man Jay Paul's by no means like a world beater boxer or whatever, but he's he's okay. Like and Nate Rob, he's probably fourteen years younger than Nate Robinson as well. Um, the question I want to throw out today. So I'm not going to different rough and tumble for the. For the end of the series where do you stand on like the whole I suppose, are they called they're not really freak show fights like but if you know what I mean like the whole kind of YouTube people going into boxing and things like it kind of started with Logan Paul and your man KSI I think started it off and now Jay Paul is boxed he's boxed two people I think, I think it's like two an hour or something. but he's knocked out Nate Robinson obviously who had no business being in the ring with him and I'm fairly sure Logan Paul is looking to box Antonio Brown. And like it's another man with a serious head injury, but yeah. that's neither here nor there. Where do you what's what's your feelings on this? Like do you think it's like yeah. there's a niche for it? It's or do you should think bring it's it up. A silly thing. I was actually or... gonna ask you during your section about that. Like is <laughs> it sounds strange. Is Jake Paul someone that we could seriously consider a boxer now? Because he seemed like I've seen highlights of. I think he might have even fought three times, but I've seen highlights of him fighting, and he looks the part, or some of the part. Yeah. But, and um, I suppose to the answer. Well, my answer to your question would be that. I think we have the same question, like, basically. You can it's, obviously, it's, yeah. you can obviously consider them, or you can obviously allow them to fight once they're passed, and whatever criteria is need to be passed. Like I'm sure there's a, a level of competence that they do, you know. They get in with a renowned boxing coach, and the boxing coach wouldn't kind of put them forward unless he was competent. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Did you did you see the fight last night? Yeah, I seen, seen naked knocked out on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a it's a tough it's a tough watch. Like he gets dropped like three times, and and like when he when he does get knocked out, it's not like the ref comes in and kind of stops it because he's taken a few. Like clatters, like he's unconscious, if, face first in the ground. Like if anyone, like Nate, I, I don't actually feel bad for him for giving him a shot. Like you know how small that man is. That man won the dunk contest twice in the NBA. Played a good few snaps for the Seattle Seahawks as well. So, and actually has a very funny mm. podcast. He, um, I, I suppose, for me, the whole YouTube boxing, it is what it is. It's an attempt at, at boxing getting young fans back involved and, and getting young fans back interested because in the 90s, the M- the MMA, um, I suppose, boom, boom hadn't I hit. Suppose, like and, and anyone that wanted to see a fight 
would watch boxing and and, and Pugilum was was quite strong. Um, I go around to their their local uh, watering hole. And I don't actually know if you if you've seen, but Snoop Dogg was commentating on the the Tyson Jones fight. He had some crackings. Yeah. He, what was he goes? It, it's like my my two uncles for the last rib at the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> he's quite good. Um, he's quite quite good commentator, actually. Snoop Dogg, to be fair to him. Um, yeah, like I just think it is. I think boxing is going to have to start doing. Well, I don't know if it has to start, but they have to find ways to attract fans back to boxing. Like the the answer is, and and you bring it up nearly every week is get the fights that the people want to see. Yeah. Stop allowing people to hide. Yeah. But yeah, in the interim. There's too much mm. negotiating, mm. isn't it, really, when you look at it. But the only a massive problem that I'd have with it, in, on, on my kind of... Like, I think it was the Logan Paul and KSI fight. Billy Joe Sanders was on the undercard of that fight, which is criminal mm. to have somebody of his level on an undercard of two essentially amateurs who are technically pros. Like that's that's where I kind of uh, not jump off. Like, but I wouldn't be overly mad in that kind of at the best of times anyway. But I think you could definitely have some form of like league. Mm. Do you know that kind of way? Like nearly a, a I suppose a YouTube mm. or like whatever you want to call it league, Influence where it's like these people as opposed to natural boxers, yeah, yeah. But like influencers, whatever you want to call. It. Yeah, yeah. But where I would kind of draw the line is if you have seen your man Jake Paul, who I don't know, like obviously I don't know him personally, but like I don't know like what he's famous for, like just the YouTube he, channel, uh, isn't it? Was he YouTube or is he? But is his brother Logan Paul not the famous one? And he's just kind of like his. Kind of jumped on it. Yeah, he jumped on it. Yeah, his own channel and stuff. Did he? Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't know who he's But um, if you see, he seems like an absolute bell end, like to put it very mildly but uh, he's then calling out McGregor after his fight last night and like say what you will about McGregor's boxing ability but let me tell you it's a lot better than Jake Paul's or whatever his name is like is that not a, a terrible mix like boxing is known for calling people out and selling the fight Yeah, he's thinking of his views <clears throat> he's thinking that, well if I call out McGregor put that video on YouTube that'll get me yeah. 8 million hits in the morning and that's the way yeah. these people are thinking, so it's kind of... Yeah, no, I, I understand what you mean in that sense, but what I would argue in the, like, kind of to counter-argue that is, like, I... Neither am I. I'm not a doctor, <laughs> nor am I any form of physician. <laughs> <laughs> it's an educational doctor I am. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not a, a brain specialist by any means. Let me tell you, Nate Robinson's life did not benefit in any way, shape, form, fashion by getting KO'd. But his bank night. balance did. Like, and which brings me to a point: if you're Billy Joe Saunders, is it just the unfortunate? Is it the unfortunate kind of times now that in order for him to make some money, he needs them to be the main event? Um, and it comes back to what Sasquatch just said: in that, like, how do you attract fans back into boxing? You make Billy Joe Saunders fight Canelo. Yeah. And it's one of yeah. the biggest fights in boxing, or Triple G, or one of the big names in his division, and you give people the fights that they're looking for. Yeah. Well, it's see, like there's the whole argument of like super fights and shit. Like mm. they're not super fights; they're just people in the same division yeah. who need the fight. Like, 
Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Like I, I don't. I, it's it's like imagine in the Champions League, like fucking City and Munich or something, and you're like, oh, that that would be a really good match. I hope they both make it to the final, and then they make it to the final, and then they go, right, lads. Well, how much how much are you gonna pay us? Oh no, well we want to get paid yeah, more next than you. Dream team. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, like do you know what I mean? Like it's mental. Like oh. <laughs> yeah, but like you wouldn't mind if Bayern Munich played Harchester United in the, in the final of the Champions League because no one's getting brain injuries. <laughs> yeah, but let me tell you, Nate Robinson has like I know you said like his bank account benefit from it. It's only so much you can do with a load of money and a permanent <laughs> dribble for the but rest. Then of your is life. that? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, is, is that, that not worth the, it? Like, then the argument against Tyson and Jones. Like, at what point should the miles and the Two comp, that, two comp, and that's fair. Boxers, and I'm not the saying anything about them in terms, but like, at what stage is the age? The fact Tyson hasn't fought in say 16 years, I think it was. Um, at what stage? Like, I, I think we should be stopping fighters before they look bad. I think we should be when they when they look bad. I think it's maybe it's too far in. They need to be stopped in their prime. Oh, 100%. So, yeah, yeah I just don't know if it was a good look for boxing. The one thing I I wonder is that. We, we say like maybe harsh saying that these lads we don't know well sorry we us four on the table personally mm. don't know how much <coughs> training or whatever they put in but there's been athletes in the past who have made the change you may mention they obviously fought last last night but like um who comes to mind uh, the Walker. cricketer the, Sonny Walker. Bill Williams rugby player the cricketer Freddie what, Flintoff like, I you were going to say Sonny Bill Williams <laughs> cricketer and I was going to jump Arguably, through this virtual camera I know, I know Sonny Bill obviously played played and plays rugby at the highest level and whatever but like who's to say they well there's a, the there's a key I mean? difference there is that Sonny Bill Williams always fought he didn't well, just yeah. he didn't make it to the top and goes you know what, I'll try my hand at boxing he was always a boxer he just was, yeah he was a boxer first name uh, well I'd say he was he was rugby union first then well, rugby as a kid, league, like, but he did boxing as like a 10 but you know 12 what I'm saying? Year there's a few people that do kind of do that and get into the ring and I don't know if they view it as a I don't know if it's a lesser sport or Maybe they don't think it takes as much on the body or something, but who's to say they should be allowed in in the ring? Yeah, no, I, I get what you mean, but at the same time, if you watched Nate Robinson like moving around, like you can tell, like there, like there's certain things when you kind of know what you're looking at, like you can like you can spot somebody by the way they move if they have any idea what they're doing, yeah. if you know what I mean, like. There's like, there's a certain way that like people move that you go, like say if I if I was to walk into say a gym or something and like I seen something like hitting a punch bag, I could tell you if he was good or not. Yeah, Do you know that but, kind of way. Like, and it goes back to the key issue: the people who are watching the Logan Paul fight don't know what that looks like. Apologies, you keep keep talking absolutely, but uh, there's guys yeah. being dudes here. Um, <laughs> was that was that my it, it my was it was, it was actually <laughs> but keep keep that's going okay. it's a good like if you know that's okay <laughs> it was actually well <laughs> shut the fuck up now please uh, but uh, I, I don't know I just I think last night was kind of a like maybe even if you were to have it say the way the Tyson and Roy Jones thing was where it's like they're actively not looking to knock each other well say what you will about them not actively looking to knock each other out but like I don't think it was a great look to have like 
when you went on social media today, every single meme was like Nate Robinson's slumped dead body. And I, I made the comment last week, well, you know, there will be a chance of death, but that was aimed towards Tyson. <laughs> Tyson's fight. And yeah. yeah. Like, it was probably as close as we were going to get. Like, <laughs> But then, the like, the other thing then is, like, Logan Paul, I seen when I was doing my research is looking to call is is looking to fight Floyd Mayweather and Dylan Dennis is calling him out. And with this is what Dylan, him and Dylan Dennis have had this back and forth thing for like it's probably going on about two years now. But this is again where I would jump in and go like these people need a bit of a like to nearly a reality check as such like because. Logan Paul was saying he'd fight Dylan Dennis in MMA because he's wrestled in high school. That's fine. Maybe fight another person who doesn't do MMA professionally and isn't one of the best grapplers in the world and has also wrestled in high school. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, there's, I, like, I don't mind it in other sports in the sense that, like, if somebody wanted to go over, like, remember that thing, the what was it called again? The toughest or oh, something yeah, yeah. on RT where they go over and they play whatever, fucking yeah. like Michael Murphy played yeah. rugby or something or whatever it was. You don't mind that because obviously they're going to get a bit of a bang in the head like playing rugby, but it's not the, it's nowhere near the they're not playing the rugby you're going to get doing. <laughs> Put it that way. So exactly, exactly. Like yeah. do you know what I mean? They go over and they rugby. might play a warm up game for Toulon or whatever. Not fucking going out in front of a million people and getting dropped also, in your head by some while actually tag Dylan Dennis in this he needs to put his money where his mouth is and just do something instead of calling people out the whole time my god the child of, child of grace <laughs> he's he's one of those he's <laughs> who's grace he's um he's one of those people who like a bit like yeah. yourself coach he get he gets a uh, he gets a out of uh, <laughs> Upsetting people. He loves. He loves throwing out comments to get a reaction, and then gets upset when people react. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Dylan Dennis is actually—he's rehabbing his knee at the moment. He had all of the surgeries on his knee, so okay. that's why he hasn't fought in a while. But but I'd agree. I've had to unfollow him on Twitter because it's painful to be a part of. <laughs> but you know. That's, that's just how the world goes now, I think. All you have to do is have a big Instagram following, big social media following, and apparently you can fight the best Speaking of Instagram, follow us out. The Busted Barstools. <laughs> Subtle plug. Well, <laughs> fucking played, Maybe we should... Maybe that's all we I want to talk about this week. Maybe we should call it off the ball in an all-white collar night. Jesus, the, the, come on. T- the talk come on, Jer. of our listeners seeing me <laughs> topless um, is enough... To that was an incredible. That was production. an incredible rough and tumble. Yeah. That was one of my favorites yeah. this season. Like. Yeah, you can wear you can wear a rashy yeah. man. Don't worry. <laughs> anyway, moving swiftly on, or a or a wetsuit. We'll get you. No, a I want wetsuit. the. Do you know? Do you ever see the <laughs> Olympic weightlifting singlets? Where it's just all spandex. I can. I can find you. Just, yeah, they're wearing wrestling worry. as well. The exact same thing. <laughs> Happy Christmas. <laughs> I wonder who's going to get who in the, <laughs> the bus the bar steals Secret Santa. <laughs> the doctor's getting. <laughs> anyway, next uh, up. Right, we're going it's on. It's the here. coach. But it's good, bad and ugly. Start your own clock. I'm going to have to start my own clock here. Oh, okay. So, 
this week's good, bad and the ugly. The good. So obviously this week we had uh, Sarah Fuller playing for Vanderbilt as a kicker. But I've scrapped that story because I think we have a fan question coming in a little later on. So it was a last minute change there. So Jolien Lescott is coming out of retirement to play for Racing Mercia versus Levante in the Copa del Rey on December 16th. Little to his knowledge. Yes. Um, so basically what's happened is... Someone, well, Jolien's obviously agent or whatever, got in touch with him and said that Racing Mercy were looking for him to play in an exhibition game. Jolien verbally agreed to the game um, in December um, to find out yesterday that he's now in the squad versus Levante on December 16th in the Copa del Rey. So that's very <laughs> strange. So we'll see how that progresses in the coming days. They've actually, just to put it out there, have also been linked with signing Samuel Eto'o um, and uh, Pogba's brother is currently their star striker. I can't remember his Which first one? name. Uh, two of them, isn't it? Signed from, he, had, he was at Monaco. Uh, Tuis, is it? It begins with the T. Yeah. There's one um, at San Etienne, wasn't there? Yeah, it actually could be him. It could be him. If if he's Pogba's brother, it's probably a fucking toss. No, yeah, I'd say he probably is. Selfie king. Yeah, but they play in the, the Florentine stadium. We'll have Joey and Lescott hopefully playing as... Florentine. The which? That's the one that plays it's for not uh, Florentine, uh, Hoffenheim no. or something. It's the other one. That's yeah. the one, Matthias, TH in it somewhere. Um, <laughs> bastion of research. So my question to you on the good this week is, who would you like to come out of retirement and replay um, you know, football for your team? Or who do you think could still do it? I don't uh, know, be it Ireland or the team you support? I'm telling you, I'm going to throw one out here real quick. And he's not off my team, but I know he still has it in him. David Beckham. David Beckham could yeah. come out of retirement tomorrow and play in the Premiership. Interesting you bring him up, actually. He's getting paid more from FIFA now than he ever did. And, and do you know what? See that? Co- Sass. No, I'm, not, like, I'm just saying, that's wild. Like, See, you know my, my particular feelings on Katie Taylor? They're, Beckham's not far behind, let me tell you. Um, yeah, I was actually at the, uh, <coughs> I was yeah, at the, the uh, 99 match back in May. Uh, Man United v Bayern Munich, and he actually played yeah. wonderfully. May Obviously 2019. May 2019. Yeah. yeah. So it was May 2019, yeah. pre COVID. Oh, I, I was at that game. Yeah, yeah, Man United won. We all uh, complained. 5 0, but he yeah. looked absolutely looked outstanding that day, that day and scored a goal as well. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a really good show. Yeah. yeah, he's class. Like, his get. His. Like, the way he kind of. I think the way he played as well, like, it's not. It, it kind of would loan itself yeah. to a, a longer mm. career. My one. You know we don't have them anymore not, either, do we? Right, right, right midfield. Not really. Like, my one. Um, I, I, arguments maybe over his fitness, but in terms of just absolute, absolute brilliant first touch, beautiful skill, Dennis Bergkamp. Just yeah. incredible. His touch like was... Just Angelic. That video of him absolutely rounding Norberto Solano. Was it Norberto Solano? For Newcastle, Nobby. Coupe de Grace. He flicked it one way. He went the other way. Yeah. And he got, uh, I think it was Norberto Solano. Willing Came to be up a few weeks that. ago when City, when Jesus, Jesus's goal. Did he mean it? Did he not mean it? And they went back to that at half time. <clears throat> well, I think he meant it. It was something special. Bear can't um, probably be for me. The one person, and it pains me to say, because absolutely, he's putrid. He's absolutely oh, he's a vile individual <laughs> on Instagram. Robbie Keane, I think, could probably do a job for the Republic of Ireland to be the goal scorer. Oh, wow. <laughs> that lad is pure malosion. Um, I can tag him if you want as well. I don't really care. He's... What's happened to you and Robbie here? Is there an well, underlying the thing is, he's still paid for the FAI for the next 18 months, so... 
just stick them in there we've no one else so um, that's this oh. week's good um, not bad what Go about Jesus. what about I the docs um, Go Jesus on, I love Roy Keane back at United because we're missing we're missing leaders we're, we're oh, missing leaders imagine. really I would pay and, money uh, for that yeah he'd be able to do a job in there might win them the league this season so there you go, Roy. Come out of retirement for us, please. Just like the coach did. <laughs> or might, might, yeah. might let them finish in the top half. Yeah, is that yeah. right? Oh, it's seven today. Massive time. comeback, actually. We're still <laughs> down against Southampton. No, yeah, is that yeah. St. Mary's? At, at home, wasn't it? No so way. we'll move on to the bad this week. Um, we're going to just put it just before we came on air. Mm, Papa Bubba Diop yeah. um, mm. has, has died, unfortunately, at the young age of 42. Former Fulham um, and Senegal centre midfielder, known <laughs> as the wardrobe. Uh, so, yeah, we would be thinking of him and his family. Maradona obviously died this week at the age of 60 in Tigres. Um, and three Dominici. days of mourning in Argentina. Um, and what I want to know is this week would any sports person die on no. that we'd even get one day of mourning? No. Mm. See, I think this comes back to a conversation I think we had off air a while ago, and it depends mm-hmm. on the community. Mm. So, just say, for example, Ruby Walsh died tomorrow. I feel like within the mm. country um, community and the horse racing community, there probably will be some sort of day. Your community Similarly, wise, if, yeah. <laughs> this is weird. It's weird that we're talking about living people dying, but say Brian O'Driscoll was to die, I think. Rugby schools around Ireland would probably have. I don't know. Um, obviously, <laughs> Mar- Maradona was the was the second famous sports person to die this year. Died this week. Oh, uh, Dominici in France. Dominici, yeah. Incredibly sad. Threw himself off a building. Um, which and, and that has sparked. Well, we'll throw, reportedly, threw himself. Reportedly, yeah. Um, and I suppose the dark thing about this is he was involved in a with a Middle Eastern. Financial firm was involved in an attempted takeover of, I think it was Colombiers, um, who also actually bet in the Heineken Cup final. They've fallen a bit from grace. Um, if he's got himself in a bit of debt and he has decided to end his life at this stage, it's an incredibly sad story. Um, but that hasn't sparked. Um, no. Not nationwide mornings. So I don't <coughs> think a rugby player could could do it in this country to be fair and that's probably as a rugby player yes, I, I, I think just don't think yeah it's, yeah. it's the Latin I think you're right I think it I is think community based as well I mean the last time this country had a <clears throat> day of mourning for anything was 9-11 and uh, Eamon de Valera's funeral from what the mother says yeah mm. I remember the 9-11 one actually yeah, yeah. I remember being stopped in the car and the car we, yeah we got a it yeah. happened on a Tuesday we got the Friday was a day of mourning couldn't tell you <laughs> Couldn't. Um, it's an Irish enough thing to do, yeah. isn't it? To have a day in morning for Yeah, and I tell you else. what was very Irish about it. We uh, actually stopped in the car. We were in um, Ashford, County Wicklow, on the way to Wexford because we got the day in morning yeah. on a Friday. We decided to go to Wexford for the weekend. So. Very Irish. Um, just on Maradona, a lot of comments saying, you know, best footballer ever. But I think it's more, for me anyway, this could be controversial, one of the best ever, I think is what we should yeah. say. Yeah. because. If you look around now, you've got Ronaldo, Messi, obviously. Like, Ronaldo's played 1,027 games. Messi's played 884. Ronaldo's won 38 trophies. Messi's won 32. Maradona only played 490 club games. Like, his, mm. his career uh, was... Yeah. A lot less club competitions. 
What's that? A lot, le- lot less club competitions, mm. a lot agree? less demands. Mm. Um, but Messi will overtake him in international games played as well. I think he's only yeah. two or four behind him. Um, well, there's a lot less international windows as well. It was really and you, look at his, you look at his spell, like the amount of, but for the amount of personal or individual assets and trophies he's won, they don't exist anymore. Like there's the youth mm. world club or world cup player of the year. So like, yeah. like all this stuff doesn't exist anymore. I'm sure it would have been won by Messi Ronaldo had they been around. Well, put put it this, put it in perspective. Uh, <laughs> his shining light was obviously yeah. against England '86. The second goal he scored is absolutely outrageous. Mm. Um, two yeah. years later, Ireland went to Euro '88. There was eight teams involved. When we went to France in 2016, yeah. there yeah. was 24 teams involved. There's so much more international football. There's so much more football. Yeah. Do you know? True. So, I just yeah, I just think the way he went, and we we had this conversation last week, the week before about off pitch and on pitch and all that sort of stuff. I think that's why I think he can only be considered one of the best ever. No doubt that he is a phenomenal footballer, but. Um, the way things are going and obviously they're playing carpets now and stuff and not mountainous terrain but uh, terrain yeah I do think it is one of those things <laughs> yeah. isn't it it's, it's that recency bias mm-hmm. like of or not even recency bias it's like that whole who was the best in Europe whatever okay. you'd, you'd call it or not, not even that it's kind of like you know when somebody dies or something happens to someone they're instantly mm-hmm. exaggerated like not that he wasn't very good yeah like you said but I, I the one of the one of the best, I think, is probably the best. Um, and then finally, this week's ugly. Um, I know, again, I know a fan question came in this week regarding this, so I'm going to keep it short. My only research just says VAR. <laughs> like, my, my research page just says VAR. So, keep or get rid of we'll go around do the houses. Do the Edge of Visa model. Have any seen no. the Edge of Visa model? No. They've brought in two lines, a red and a... When did you, when did you watch... No, but I read this today. They brought in two lines. Yeah, that's right. A red and a blue. They're five centimetres thick. It's only offside if they overlap. But if they're if you can see both lines, it's not offside, if that makes sense. So the red is the defender, the blue is the attacker. I'm just gonna play this last, sorry, just to What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Uh, sorry, continue. Oh, I think I, I can get it up fairly quick if you give me two seconds. Yeah, there was one. There was one. Um, there was one. That went Little Miss Sasquatch in. is a very lucky lady. There was one that went in yesterday, and I can't for the life of me remember who it is. But they compared the defender's base of his foot to the striker's armpit, and the lines weren't right. And I just think there's so much. Was there not one yesterday that I seen, and it was like. Somebody was giving out about, obviously, a decision that went against them. But it was like, the way they had done the lines, it wasn't like straight on. It yeah. was angled. So they were looking at it angled, and it was like the right foot of the attacker. But his whole left side yeah, was off. I, I, that's the exact one I'm talking about. I just can't for life me remember who it was. Is it? I can't, I, I so, so I managed to dig that out. Um, so basically, the example they've used is uh, Sadio Mane's goal against Everton. So basically they said how it would work. The Edge of Visa has gone rogue against FIFA's orders. They've implemented a 10 centimeter linesman's call to avoid hassle and discussion to, cent- to the centimeter. The VAR uses the same crosshairs technology, but this time using lines that are each 5 centimeters wide. If those lines are shown to be touching, the VAR will not intervene, uh, not intervene and stick with the decision of the assistant referee, even if the attacker is slightly offside. In the Merseyside derby, the linesman kept his flag down 
if the lines were touching, this goal would have been good. I think there ne- there needs to be something like, you know, in NFL the way they have like a challenge mm. or something, <clears throat> like e- even something like that, like because it's mm. you may, like you may as well play the game without referee now because yeah, like that the Liv- yeah the Liverpool game yesterday, how many stops did that end up having? Do you know what I mean? And it's it's like I was always of the idea. I remember people used to say it years ago that they didn't want things coming in because it would disrupt the flow of the game. And I'd be like, ah, that's bollocks! Like, it's how would it disrupt the flow of the game? And then you kind of see it now, and you're like, oh, that that's how. You know? What yeah, I'm, I'd get rid of the, I'd get rid of everything apart from the offside. And the reason I said it, like, you look at Bruno Fernandez on Conor Gallagher last week, and then yesterday the one in the Liverpool game with Andy Robertson. Like, just go with the ref's decision on those, I think. I'd nearly even just leave it at goal line technology. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the goal line is, uh, and, is but fine. There's the no one I like with that, which is fine. It's just his watch, isn't yeah. it? So. The, one, the one I like is the, yeah. the NRL one. I was getting it back in. Um, David Challenger, but it's one challenge. And thanks, Sasquatch. Anyway, it's yeah, one I, challenge. Oh. If, you, if you play the challenge and you get it correct... You get it back. You get it back. But if you get it wrong, you lose it. So if you, if you blow it in the first 10 minutes... Which and arguably you should be using the last ten minutes because that's your most crucial time. So it's a gamble. It makes it a little bit more interesting. Um, so okay, so to go around the houses, yes or no? One answer only. We'll start with the doc. Keep or get rid of VAR in its current it's cor- format. <coughs> current format. Uh, I'd say get rid of it in its current form. Fair. Beric. Current format. Get Class. Rid of it. Yeah, current format. Get rid of. But I think the yeah. scope for. Be better exactly yeah it just needs it needs to be better like it just there's there's so much to, there's so much room to improve <laughs> <What's> that? <laughs> anyway it's good bad and the ugly and on that note let's take a quick break and have a quick word from our sponsor hi everyone it's the Sasquatch here from the Tree Busted Barstools podcast. This episode and all episodes in season two are produced in partnership with the Square Ball. The Square Ball is located just off Marion Square. It has dozens of screens showing televised sport and award-winning barbecue, making it the perfect spot in Dublin to catch the game. For more information or to book in, please visit the-square-ball.com. Thanks. Hello and welcome back to the second half of the final episode of season two of the Busted Barstools podcast. Just before the break, obviously we finished up with the coaches, good, bad and ugly. Um, in this half, we have four fine questions to get through at the end, but just before all that, it's your weekly orders. It's the doctor. Thank you very much and good evening. Coach, <clears throat> good set clock. Yeah, well, good set clock. Work away, doc. Yeah, so basically this week uh, I bring you, uh, this has been in the the new social media a lot, but it's probably not getting as much coverage because Maradona has passed away. But I'm sure you have all probably seen this. It's Zlatan v EA Sports in their image rights for real. Um, so along, uh, himself along with Gareth Bale are calling for an investigation as to why their image is being used in FIFA. 21 so 
basically it's released in October. It's the 28th edition of the game, and it is said to have sold more than 300 copies, which features about 7,000 players, 700 teams, 90 stadiums, and 30 leagues, as reported in The Guardian. Um, according to that, Fifth Pro, am I pronouncing that correctly? The Worldwide Players Union says it has a mandate to sell name and likeness rights on behalf of every player from a member nation although Premier League clubs sell all their video game licensing rights collectively. So Ibrahimovic has said that he's not a member of Fifth Pro and does not believe profit should be made from the use of his image. Um, it also goes on to say, this is a, a tweet <coughs> that he sent out uh, over the last week. Who gave FIFA EA Sport permission to use my name and face at Fifth Pro? I'm not aware to be a member of FitPro, and if I am, I was put there without any real knowledge through some weird maneuver. Um, and Garrett Bale is also one of these guys who are coming out saying that they shouldn't be using or can't use my image. And they're looking to uh, they're looking for an investigation uh, into it. EA Sports said it has contractual rights to include the, include the likeness of all players currently in our game what is your take on this guys my understanding of of the reading and listening to you is that the problem currently lies with fifth pro okay because ea sports are getting the rights from them mm -hmm. and they're getting the rights allegedly getting the rights from the player and my assumption would be that if you're ex-footballer once you sign a deal with the given league that is not owned but overseen if you like by fifth pro what's the hashtag views actually doctor they don't they have a hashtag like uh, fifth pro no sorry the players that are kind of going against it so Zlatan and Bale I think they have like a hashtag oh don't use my image or something uh, I think it personally it's quite it, strange it is stranger, isn't it, like the two players in question like <laughs> they've been around the block it's not like they're young players who like well, hold on a minute. Why is this happening? Like, they've probably featured on... You said, what, 28th edition of FIFA? They've probably yeah. uh, featured on tw 20 of them. Well, Ibrahimovic maybe has featured on... What, probably since 2004? And Bale probably since 2006 or 8. Like, yeah. it's not as if... It's not as if it's the first... It's it's funny, though, because the reason I ask about the hashtag, whatever they said in that... Yeah. We'll just say it was hashtag, you know, don't use my image. I just I've seen one or two uh, League of Ireland players now saying it because obviously the League of Ireland is in the game now. So there's a few young League of Ireland players saying it now. Really? Though, yeah. Well, that one I the, re the reality of it, the reality of it is is that it does <laughs> if something was to happen, it does open it up to hundreds of thousands of players. Yeah. Like. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But what's what's the issue with it? Like, what's their problem? It's, a, a, it's their image, naming rights and, and image rights. Naming rights. Basically, they're telling EA Sports that. Uh, they're not allowed to use their name or image or likeness because they're claiming they're not fifth pro members. Gareth Bale probably wanted to be in fucking Tiger Woods instead of FIFA. <laughs> That's a good one, actually, yeah. Maybe we should concentrate on playing because he hasn't played much for sports. Mm. Is he really? no, he's he's only, in the squad tonight. Um, I think he's only started one. He's, he's a bit of an attitude, doesn't he? Like, yeah, yeah, that much yeah. is obvious now. It can't be a manager at this stage. Like... Getting involved yeah. in something like that, then on top of that, is a bit fucking ridiculous, I think. Yeah, probably the the result of being a, a, a 
big fish in a very small pond in Wales, like and, and for years been Wales' best player. But you know, playing for Wales and playing for Real Madrid. Is this going to be the next movement? You know the way we had taken the knee and all that sort of stuff. Is this going to be the next movement? I fucking hope. Not. Um, I hope it's thrown out. I'm not. We're, we're due one. I'm, I'm kind of. Um, I stand up for racial equality and all that sort of yeah. stuff, but the knee thing needs to go now. It's done. Like. Um no. no, I I tend to disagree. Um, I think things change. Yeah, yeah. Needs to stay. Um, if this becomes a movement akin to that, then I would be. And look, it's only because it's only eight seconds as well, but the significance of what that actually means. Also, mm. sorry, I could have crashed there, so, That's Sasquatch. Uh, Sasquatch. No, I was just gonna say if the, if. The, if this becomes a movement as well, I'll be quite incensed because of the difference of importance. Mm. Like yeah. Players are signing away their, their likeness and their branding the whole time anyway. So why all of a sudden is this now an issue? Um, it's quite strange that it's a few of the elder statesmen in the game. I, I don't know. Is there... Have you nothing else to be fucking worried about? You know yeah, I mean? exactly. It, sound, like, it does sound a little bit like... I don't think they have... I was gonna say it was greediness, but I don't think it is. It sounds like there's an agenda here to get someone out. Maybe someone in fifth pro or someone that's doing the deals. I don't know, but I just can't see why now it becomes an issue when it's been done for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could well be. Yeah. So basically, <clears throat> uh, the company, in a statement to BB Sport Wales, said, "We are aware of discussions around licensing of players in EA Sports FIFA." The current situation being played out on social media is an attempt to draw FIFA 21 into a dispute between a number of third parties and has little to do with EA Sports. Yeah, like... So it's FIFA. Throw it out. Like, that's nonsense. It's genuinely, like, it's just nonsense. Get rid of it. There's bigger, there's bigger stuff room. going on in the, yeah. like, in the world, in I the know. World, yeah. the world. Nonsense like that, like, making headlines. Like, do you know what I mean? Ibrahimovic is a bit of a bell end yeah. as well, actually, isn't he? Like, <laughs> I, I have a lot more time for Ibrahimovic yeah, than I do for Gareth Bale. Like he's, fu- like like he's funny and all, but like yeah. at the same time, you're like, you're forty, like, yeah, and he's still, still killing kill it. Like he he scored two goals in the uh, in the Milan derby, derby there yeah, a few weeks like, ago. I think he yeah. conduct yourself like a forty year old, not like you know, <laughs> yeah. like. We talked about we've it. talked about lads retiring numerous times. I think he's another stint in him somewhere in the MLS again. Ah, yeah, look, look, let oh. him play. Like I've no beef with his football ability. I just when I just go on to some form of social media and I see the sport bible putting up utter garbage about something he said to somebody and being like, "Oh, what a legend!" And it's like, that's not a legend. That's an idiot. Like, but that, that's just my opinion. Why, yeah. <laughs> Could he could he not do a bit of a Marcus Rashford back in Sweden and get meals for kids or something? Yeah. Just there to... you go. There yeah. you go. Like you look at it that way, and it's like Marcus Rashford's what like twenty odd, twenty three, twenty three, twenty three, mm-hmm. and he, he's conducting himself like that. Ibrahimovic is forty and conducting himself. Like Gareth Bale is thirty six or thirty seven. Gareth Bale is a knob as well. Bale, yeah, and uh, Bale is. 32, I'd say, Bale. 32 or 33. No, maybe, yeah, that's probably yeah but I know, I know, I know what you meant. For ages. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, the, the only thing there, <laughs> I'd say it's quite a harsh thing to say, but Zlatan probably left Sweden at 16 and only goes back for international duty. Um, given his trailblazing all across Europe. Marcus Rashford has never left 
the area he's from. Like he's from Manchester, Manchester born and bred, really. Oh one six one as Bugsy Malone would say. <laughs> uh, get well soon, Bugsy. Oh, he's very yeah, well. He's he's released a few uh, songs. That's not the time to talk about that. It's not sports related, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's my kind of. Real Sorry, what was what was your, what was the actual question? Was it what do you think of it? What what do you what do you yeah. think of it? Basically, it's, yeah. it's yeah, bollocks. It's bollocks. It. Get it out. Um. I think I think we've actually created a new segment, a room one one segment. And we throw stories into room one at one. Pretty good idea. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad, man. Um, no, Launching in season three, twenty one. Yeah. Uh, um, my, my 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 first up. bollocks. Get rid of it. It's, it this is going to court? I imagine is it? It hasn't said as such just yet, but I reckon if they do pursue it in the manner in which they're doing, or if it kind of plays out in the momentum that social media is giving it, ear it could possibly go to court yeah yeah like the court the courts there's bigger things going on in the courts that should be in courts and such Mm -hmm. rather than two Mm -hmm. multi-millionaires giving out about at the end end of their career career. well maybe not as we discussed with Zlatan but bail probably like what like what's what's their gain out of this they get a they get a case where it's like they'll get paid off X amount of money and their face won't be in a game of FIFA you like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, get on with it, lads. Like, yeah, get on with it. I'm lads. sure our listeners will. I'm sure our listeners will go against me on this, but it would put Pro Evo on a level playing field with FIFA. Because from what I know, and I don't play video games, but I know Pro Evo apparently has come up the ranks in the last few years because of gameplay. So maybe that levels it up. Maybe you're playing Merseyside Red versus Trafford. Red next year. Well, it's actually Juventus. Don't they have Juventus, Pro Evo, are in Juventus? Pro Evo and not in FIFA? Yeah, in FIFA, FIFA they're like they're Pimento, Carlo, or so, something, or something like that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And they play in the Old Lady Stadium, don't they? Oh, is that what they call it? The Old, old Lady, lady Stadium. Oh. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Yeah, thank you very much. But before we move on, I just want to throw in uh, on this day, if that's okay. Yeah. What yeah, for you? Bear in mind, this doesn't go out till <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> one for you, one for you all. So on this day, Sunday, the 20, 29th of November, uh, nineteen eighty-seven, Joe Montana of the San Francisco 49ers completes NFL record of twenty-two consecutive passes. Don't know if it's been beaten since. Who? Doesn't say who it was against. Don't know who held the record previously, but there you go. Look, there's a stat for you. And he threw, he threw a ball. <laughs> he threw a ball. <laughs> anyway, uh, as our kind of more regular listeners and I suppose our more consistent followers on Instagram will be well aware of is we have been running a promotion over the last few episodes for a pop prize for the best fan question. We have four to finish it out. In addition, we also had Martha last week, and prior to that, we had Martin from Mallow and Brendan from Terranure. Even Terranure? He was, yeah. I know he was bad anyway. He was bad. Like John. Was John he in this? He was bad. John missed out. I haven't heard from John, <laughs> actually. John could do a win. Yeah. Maybe we could throw John into the hat now. I'm not guaranteeing he'll win, but look. Uh, so I suppose. To kick us off, and we're going, we're going to do these timed as well, obviously, because there's a good bit of discussion in them all. Um, but we'll finish the, the episode off uh, going through the four fan questions. So the first one up is from Leipzig Diehard 
fan of the sh- friend of the show, Cormac. Fair play in season, lads. Excellent work. Well done to you all. I just to wrap up the season, like to get Beric and the doctor's thoughts on this whole financial issue with Dublin, the Dublin football team. Thanks, lads. Thanks very much. Start Thanks very much coach. for your question. Um, I'll keep it short and sweet. I think uh, it is what it is. And the country folk and the likes of the Joe Brollies and whatnot just need to get over it. Um, that's just my take. That's that's the doctor's take. And my take is there is no issue. Thank you. Exactly that. I could have just summed it up by saying there is no issue because there's not. There's no financial issue. And myself and the coach weren't asked. Yeah, so, so there's no need to continue. We'll move there's on no to the need question. to continue. We'll move on to the next question. Well, anyway, I actually have um, a piece prepared on this question. If you's... Okay, fire away. Fire away. I'm happy enough to move on. Okay. Cool. And the next question was sent to us by Dave. So if you'll start that clock again. Hi guys, keep up the great work. Loving the podcast as always. So last night, Sarah Fuller became the first woman to play for a Power 5 conference in American football. I just wanted to ask you all, is this something you see becoming the norm going forward? You see more women entering men's sports? And what's your take of the whole situation? Thanks. To preface this answer, before you start the coach, the clock coach, um, we're four bar stools. There will permanently be a fifth bar stool left open for that gentleman. Um, so start the clock whenever you're ready. Any you want to pick up or will I... My answer is just no. Yeah, back? and I concur. Okay. Um, I suppose to put it in perspective, um, Sarah Fuller made one play last night. Um, she kicked off the second half. It was a squib kick. The coach came out and defended her and said it was the the prearranged kick, although it did look a bit suspect. Um, that kick obviously came in a 41-0 loss to Missouri. Um, look, you can argue the toss. I think if, if, if a man was in the same position, um, people would be crying foul. Um, you look at the Iranian women's national football team. I don't know if you remember that picture. <laughs> they did the rounds. Like eight, eight, eight of the eleven players were men. Um, I think number ten in particular had a Ronnie and a fair set of boulders on him. Um, but look, it it has been quite an important year for women in sport, and why we are strongly uh, proponents of women in sport. Like one 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 of the things that's annoyed me most about COVID, I suppose, is the fact that we didn't get to see the full fruition of this women's twenty by twenty program in Ireland. And yeah. um, hopefully, they get a chance to pick that up again in twenty twenty one. But just from me. It's been quite an important year in American sports women. Obviously, it's Sarah Fuller, and that's fantastic. But there's been a number of notable um, women's achievements in the male sports stratosphere, let's say. say Not on the field, but off the field. Um, so I suppose the first one is Katie Sowers. If you can remember back to the time before COVID, she was the first female assistant coach to make it to a Super Bowl with the San Francisco 49ers. You also have um, Becky Hammond, who's quite an important one to, to bring up. She's the, been the assistant coach with the San Antonio Spurs since 2014. She became the first female coach to coach a game in the NBA. It was an exhibition game in the bubble. But a lot of people are of the um, opinion that when Greg Popovich decides to hang up, she will take over. Legend. Um, she given is a legend. The, 
she's a legend. Um, secondly, Alyssa Nacken. Um, not sure I'm pronouncing it right, but she became the first coach in Major League Baseball this year with San Francisco Giants. And the most important one of them all, Kim NG. Um, obviously, she's of Korean descent. She became the first general manager in the big four in America. So the four major sports leagues became the GM of the Miami Marlins. I think we are seeing a lot more women in the male sport, but I suppose... I, I'm going to argue uh, against you slightly there. Um, Fallon Sherrick, this is just to add on to what you're saying, She's uh, she made it to the last 20, 32 of the World Championship in the darts. In the, in the males game yes her as well that was a million years ago um, the only thing is the yeah. ones that you've kind of listed are more so like in in mm, the background in the background yeah. which I ha- have an abundance of time for it's things like obviously maybe the darts is fine because there's no say physical advantage <clears throat> But it's it's when it starts going into like physical sports and contact sports and things like that, where like like you like you said, like you touched on, we're all advocates of women's sports and all, and no one has a particular beef with women's sport. But regardless of of the of the game, if it's football, if it's hundred meter sprinting, if it's fucking wrestling, whatever, kabaddi whatever your game is, um, there needs to be this specific separation because it's, it's in, based on biology. And like, you can't, as much as you want to turn around and say, oh, anything men can do, women can do, yeah, they can, absolutely. Not to the same fucking level though, in certain things. The same way men can do things to the same level that women can in other certain things. Yeah, I think, the interesting thing is, uh, do you remember the Commonwealth Games? The Kiwi Olympic weightlifter was transgender. Joke. And was Absolute disgrace. Dominating the competition. A disgrace. Only the reason he didn't win, I think, was he, he did his AC joint. Or her AC joint. But It was in, yeah. it, there was a, an MMA one recently on the kind of the regional scene. Um, a transgender. Is it? Sorry, no, I, I don't want to get this wrong. She was a man to a woman, so is that a transgender woman? Am I correct there? Or LGBT expert? I, well, to be honest, I actually don't know. Maybe I think it's... They were trans. They were trans. You referred to them Just as they. they uh, trans. Yeah. So I don't know if that's correct, but anyway. Um, they, they, they were... Christ, uh, I'm a terrible gay. They were a male that became <laughs> a woman and then competed in women's MMA. And caved some woman's head in. <laughs> Not acceptable. I'm just, yeah. Sorry to tell you. Yeah. Whoever similar to the, argues, yeah, whoever yeah. argues that that is acceptable, is is wrong. It's, it's quite it's, a. <laughs> it's it's quite a. It, it could be um, a you know podcast long debate if you want to call it. Debate. I think there's 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 so much more that you have to look into before you can de- definitively say or instantly say no that's not right or no that's not wrong as such yeah but, no i agree with you too and no, you know we'll yeah the, the, where i'd kind of draw the line is if i don't know if you remember it, your one caster semenya the um she was a not a sprinter south african 400 meter no, sprinter, sprinter, yeah. but she was not long distance no 
She was middle distance. Well, whatever she was. Um, yeah. That's where I I'd think. be like, okay, that that's about as far as I'd get behind. Do you know what I mean? As in, in like, what way? She didn't specifically say, like, that's just the way she was born. She's biologically a woman. Um, yeah. She just has whatever yeah, it's some form of I, no i actually probably should have done a bit more research on this but i didn't know this question sure. was going um middle middle distance runner 2016 olympic gold medalist yeah she has uh, like there's some form she, of her genetics are yeah it's not a it's not it wasn't yeah, a like, choice that's fine but i'm i'm sorry to say to you mm. i like it's it's not okay you can't just turn around like imagine you for example turning around getting your up and whatever and then going into a woman's rugby game it's not it's not it's not fair I'd be fucking destroyed <laughs> so the one, the one that sticks too. out that you'll all have seen pictures of is the Callum Mouncy or Hannah Mouncy case in the AFL in Australia and women's handball as well and, yeah. and women's handball so Han, Callum represented the Australian national team 22 times and then went on to represent the Australian women's team 6 times not okay I'm sorry, like, it's not okay. You know? I, I don't agree with it whatsoever. Yeah. Still only 30. My last thing, my last thing to say on this is, like, as much as people get, like, politically correct and all this, the fantastic thing about science is it's true whether you believe it or not. And that's my take on that. I've got one thing to add. I don't know if any of you saw Sarah Fuller's kick yesterday, but uh, for, the, for the Joe Soap watching and, you know... The, the Johns and the Quintons and the bad Brendos out there that may not fully understand American football the kick that Sarah Fuller made would be the equivalent of Brian Kerr commentating on the St. Patrick's Athletic game in Richmond Park down the inchy core end and someone steps over a penalty that's only a tiddler do you know what I mean that, that was the kind of kick it would have been it, it kind of only half got up off the ground and only went so far but that was the equivalent. I'm not putting Sarah down. As the coach said, that's the kick she was requested to do. But it was a tiddler. Yes, yeah, it's known as a squib, though. That that is what she was requested to do. A squib kick. Um, must be but take from it what you will. Oh yeah, we were we're all we're, we're eight over the five. We're eight and a yeah, half. Yeah, I'll believe it. Let's. It was oh, a good conversation. Yeah, it was keep rocking. Good question. Podcast and zone. Right. Third question for today is from a gentleman by the name of Shane. Hi lads, interesting weekend with the All-Ireland semi-finals. What's your thoughts on the All-Ireland now with the last two teams remaining? Waterford versus Limerick. Shall be an interesting one. Thanks. Is Shane... Shane must have brought a rose at Trilly out before or something, has he? <laughs> what are they called again? What do they call those people? Bachelors. Sha- not um, chaperones. Yeah, what's called? the word? No, they're, they're not they chaperones. chaperones. I think it is chaperones. They're not chaperones. But he sounds yeah. like one. He's definitely yeah. him and Dahi. Yeah, you have painted a picture of him all right. We had Yeah. An escort. It's an escort. It's an escort. It could have had a career in that. Shane the escort. <laughs> yeah. Escort. Don't be anyway, on show that word. Um, it's a bit. It's not something you could no. turn on a CV. Uh, 2016, I was a male <laughs> escort for a whole summer. Former escort. <laughs> no, no, I said I, I drove uh, a Ford escort. <laughs> I think on the hurling, um, it's Limericks to lose. 
Yeah, 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 I have to agree. I was just budget. about to say, due to the huge uh, just financial huge influx of money from JP, it's the only. You'll tell <laughs> listeners can probably tell why myself and Sasquatch were not allowed to uh, comment or were not asked on the Dublin financial situation. But Limerick, I think it's theirs to yeah. lose. Um, heavily financially backed, serious sports science and coaching behind them. Um, probably the last best part of three years now. This is accumulating from. Um, yeah, so a bit much, longer. Yeah, probably a bit longer. So much so that like I think they're they're wearing jerseys without sponsors in the front this year that really represent themselves. I know they've got a dare manner across the collar, but um, yeah, they're they're going out there and I think it's theirs to lose. Yeah. Yeah, and the only thing I would say is I would have said that prior to throwing, but given how close Galway ran them, yeah, given the performance Waterford put up in the second half, I do still give them a chance. Um. The only thing I'd say is, if they go out against Limerick, like they did in the first half against Kilkenny, there is going to be no second half comeback. There'll be a second half fight back, but it yeah, won't be a comeback. Yeah. Is Waterford's um, tank emptied? We'll have two weeks but of rest I, I think so. I agree with you a little bit there, Coach. Um, I think that was their final, to be honest. The, um, the day. Would I, yeah, would, I, would I be right in saying that Waterford had three weeks off in the lead-up to the Kilkenny game as well? No, they played three in a row. Oh, three in a row. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. They have two weeks break. Yeah, but mentally, mentally, I think playing Kilkenny is always your final, isn't it? Like, and and you have to remember Limerick have the two weeks. All Ireland final. What? Limerick, Limerick have two weeks as well. So I would say because of the athletes Limerick have been over the last, you know, building up and accumulating that they have to, they have to, unless it's like you know an an FA Cup special and there's magic still in the pot. But I just think that adrenaline and everything, like like uh, Berwick says, it's the year that's in it, lads. Yeah, I'm telling yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, there's no crowd. You're tipping yeah. Cavan in yeah. all Ireland semi-finals. That's unheard like, of. Yeah. In any decade yeah. or generation. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think. I think. Money's got to play a huge factor, though. Really, doesn't. Limerick have too much money behind them. They have they have the they have the experience of an All Ireland final and an All Ireland win as well. When they went twenty eighteen, did they not win last year? I think who won last year? Tip won last year. That's so strange because Limerick have so much money and they didn't win the All Ireland. It's insane to me. I don't understand. It's kind of like when Dublin got the money in two thousand and seven, but it took them a few years. It's kind of no, no, kind of like that, yeah. Not really like that. Well, they got in thousand. Well, they actually started getting from two thousand three on. But look, that's it. That's not the question we were asked. Limerick. Uh, Limerick is my answer. And it's it's not the answer we'll give because we were asked for the All Ireland (coughs) hurling final. I I think Um, Limerick will will win by five to eight points. I think personally, and highly highly recommended for any of our listeners or followers to to watch that game who perhaps are from overseas. Or who just don't have the experience of Gaelic games um, in this country because it's one of those that you do really need to appreciate. He says draped in his tricolor, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful, beautiful game. Um, another thing as well is it, I I do honestly think that the standard of the Hurling Championship this year it's such a shame we've had no fans. It's it's killing me. I don't think football has overly missed it in terms of yeah, domin- like, it's dominated too, too many much games. In football, isn't it? Would you? Actually, just just on that, given that we're what two weeks away from the All Ireland Hurling final and three weeks away from the All Ireland football final, would you like to yeah. see a decision being made to allow fans into the stadiums, akin no, no. to what no. the Brits are doing? That's not safe. No. Leave it as it is. It's fine. No, it's not safe. It's fine now. Not safe. 
Also, if you were to allow, if you were to allow fans yeah. in, I'm not. I can't remember off the top of my head the date that we have to still stay in our counties. But say Dublin, yeah, County, yeah, County. Yeah. so so mm. it mean you you could you could you could actually let Dublin them in fans in, yeah. but not the opponent. Yeah, no, just just stay, just the talk. Like, no, but completely you could let, us, just the talk, just the talk. You could let Mayo and Dublin fans because they're the favourites. Let's just say argument's sake into. Because it's the 19th, is yeah. the football. Uh, I wouldn't let a Mayo fan in anywhere personally, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. But I, I, as, let me, as the doc let says, if listeners around the world, I know most of our listeners are in prison, but if listeners around the world need something to watch, what? Hurland has been Ireland's, Ireland's apple of the ride this year. It's been brilliant in comparison to what we've had to watch from the rugby and the football lads um, and the GA football, association football and Irish football. It's been brilliant. Hurling's been Why excellent. are our listeners in prison? In their own homes, or, or they're they're prisoners of the. He's an anti-masker. Right. Anyway, <laughs> uh, you're not allowed to come back to work. <laughs> the final question um, for the season, and the last name in, in the pro. He's, we've had a few from this this year. It's a, uh, it's 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 bad, Brando. Afternoon, lads. Brando's back. Hope you all enjoyed the weekend. My question this week is football related. Do we think Jurgen's head is gone and he's being selfish here, throwing the toys out of the pram? Or do we think he's actually speaking truth and not only looking out for his own players, but the welfare of, of the players of the whole league? That's bad. Brendo talking on his burner phone from his cell. <laughs> I don't think uh, Klopp has ever been sane, to be quite honest. Uh, Brendo's back with a brand new track by the sound of things. <laughs> <laughs> Just in time for yeah. Christmas number one. Yeah, cutting some flack. On the, on the yeah. urban he's track. Like, he's like well. Buble <laughs> being <laughs> the main street. Defrosted. Defrosted, yeah. Um, yeah. The, yeah, the Klopp thing's mad, isn't it? Like, well, I think... Mm. So here, here's where I stand. I know, oh, he's a Liverpool fan, whatever. Deep. I actually think Klopp's in the wrong. So, sorry, I, can I sorry, actually sorry. cut across there? Go what? on, go on. Are we talking about? Because I, I don't know. Klopp's rant yesterday. So, yeah. What did he say? Go on, Sass, with Des Kelly from BT. Basically, Klopp went on a big rant at Des Kelly from BT yesterday, blaming BT for picking them as the early fixture on Saturday, 12.30, after BT had the rights to their game on Wednesday night, 7.30 or 8 o'clock kickoff. Um, so what happens is, and this is what I was going to elaborate on a second ago, is that Premier League agree kickoff times for the weekend: twelve thirty Saturday, three o'clock into the evening, so yeah. on, and then on the Sunday. Um, but what happens then is the television companies who are paying for the rights get to pick what team they want in their time slot. So, for example, BT would have picked Liverpool Brighton to be the half twelve game on Saturday. So his argument is saying you, that yeah. you he was he was doing a lot of this you 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 as if as if he to Des as Kelly. if he personally as if picked Des the Kelly picked yeah. this yeah and yeah. and Des Kelly kind of bit back a little bit and like now I think Des Kelly probably should have been a little bit more professional but no Jurgen Klopp no. has to understand that it's not BT's fault Premier League assigned those times Premier League have a have an issue there that they should either one or two things they get rid of the half twelve kickoff and put another evening kickoff in or they say you can only pick teams that don't play in Europe for that particular time and maybe lower the price of the rights. That is my theory. I thought that was but a Klopp thing. needs to understand it, that no? it's not BT, it's the Premier League's fault. Was Sorry, that not a thing previously that you, you didn't get the early kickoff if you played European football that week, no? Or is that, am I just... I think, I think it might be in other countries. Oh, could be. But having said that, Juventus have played on Tuesday nights in Europe and then play Friday nights in the league. 
So the difference is Premier League clubs get money from television rights, whereas in Italy, for example, my understanding is the clubs themselves don't get any money. Right. Okay. From television okay. rights. Um. The league. The league get the benefit of the television rights. I think. And what's what's BB Brenda asking? Um. Has he basically is clap out of order? Is he right to argue? I suppose. Um. But you yeah, see, but Liverpool have another yet yeah, another game. Um, before Christmas in this situation where they play on the Wednesday and the early Saturday. So that'll be their fourth game on a Wednesday and an early Saturday kickoff. So you can understand for him, Pep's had, I think City might have had two and Ole's had one. Ole's one was a little bit tighter now, I think, I think it was a Thursday and a Saturday in Turkey, wasn't it, I think? Yeah, but like, do you know what I mean? You're, you're a professional athlete, just fucking get on with it. Like, do you know, do you know what I'm like, what? But no, what's but the, no, what's, sorry to cut across there, Sass, but what's the argument that like, he wants to play at three o'clock instead of half twelve? It's, a, I, I think his argument is around player welfare more so than that and else saying you know, the window the time frame the is yeah. too tight so they played on Tuesday and they played Saturday early but I think to be fair Tuesday, he, Wednesday. No, they Wednesday, 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 Wednesday night. didn't they play at Anfield on Wednesday against Atalanta so he didn't did. have to like there was no foreign travel involved as such yeah, you know, yeah, so this, yeah. And, but, yeah. and the last one they were in, the last one they were in, uh, the next one they're meant to be in Dortmund, yeah, because they're playing. What's that team from Norway? The money, money ball team, Mi- Michelin, Denmark, FC Michelin. Um, yeah, it's moved back to Michelin now because they're whatever lockdowns over, whatever. But it was had planned to be in Dortmund, but I, I, I wouldn't agree with him now. To be honest, I think that's a bit petulant. Um, yeah, I, I think look. You, you, they Liverpool and the obviously the other teams are the ones benefiting from the money here so I think there's probably more of a question of the subs thing which yeah I wouldn't change either but there's probably a balance that can be done there somewhere like you look at the likes of Sheffield United who's I know Klopp's having a bit of a rant with Chris Wilder for as well now like Sheffield aren't going to play midweek games and they have a full squad to choose from <coughs> was that not the point of success it, yeah talk the words yeah. right out of my mouth it, like you have to you have to pay the this price of success. Yeah, like you yeah. win the league, you're obviously like and playing attractive football while in the league. People are going to want to see you. Like, like mm. it's it's like saying it's like to say revert it back to my sport. It'd be it's like it would be like the equivalent of McGregor giving out about the amount of media he does. If you generate so much and mm. like eyes on you, like they're going to want to see it. Like that's just how sport mm. goes. Like, do you know what I mean? Like it is, and is the advantage of winning a league and being one of the most popular sides in the country and competing in the Champions League on a consistent basis. Not this excess of funding that can be spent on additional strength reserves in your squad. Have a big I game. think Klopp has not stopped crying since Van Dijk got injured, mm. and it has been one issue after the other. And I think. He doesn't believe Liverpool have what it takes to repeat, to repeat yeah, this year. And yeah. this is why he's getting his moaning earlier. And that's my call. I don't know who's going to win it. And I, and I think Liverpool can still win it. But he has been crying since Van Dijk got injured. He's still bringing up Van Dijk. He needs to just yeah, he needs shut to up get out that, yeah. it's, it's one of them when you're sitting there with a the significant other and you've done something. And <laughs> they, br- they brush by it and they kind of go, oh, it's grand. And then two days later, it's like, do you remember that time you done that? That was... That was really irritating, wasn't it? I can't believe you've done that. And then you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry about that. No, no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And three days later, it's mentioned again. Like, this is the Van Dyke thing. <laughs> just let it go, mate. Like, but the just thing, have, yeah. like, let it go. 
Yeah, it's like ridiculous. The, he brought up last week. Of, the injuries Liverpool have received, though, there have been, like, Van Dijk and Thiago's are contact injuries. They're not because of They're fatigue. Not. Yeah. So this yeah. is... But is, is the look, contact... I'm a fan, but I just think it's... The, the Van Dijk one is that he feels that they were aggrieved because he didn't get the the red card and whatever after like. <laughs> and then the yeah. Thiago one Thiago's been out since Chelsea I didn't see the Thiago one what was it just got it was a bad it was a bad tackle but he played on the extra 15 minutes say and then he just hasn't been seen since so I'm gonna say something well like not controversial and quite quite thin foily. when you look at Liverpool's involvement in this project big mm-hmm. before the season and then you look at Klopp's persistent calling out of changing the rules changing regulations he's had a few pops at VAR is he getting a bit too big for his boots? One one Premier League in what twenty how many years Premier League going? Twenty six. No, ninety four and two. Sky invented it in ninety two, I think. Oh, Sky! 92. Yeah, Sky invented football. So in twenty eight oh. years, like do you know what I mean? The one one Premier League, like is it not? Maybe Liverpool getting a bit too big for the boots. I don't think so. I think there's some value in it. I'm just not sure that Klopp is arguing it correctly. Oh, but the right see, people, people by the sounds of things. People, yeah, he's going for the wrong person. So he's going for the wrong people. He, they, and people forget that that twelve thirty kickoff is so valuable to the TV stations because it's the Asian mm. market, and it gets people in the pub. Mm. Well, <laughs> it did get yeah. people in the um, pub. when they reopen, and as well, like to to it being the wrong channel. Klopp's not the right man to be doing it. It should be coming from John Henry. It could be coming from owners. It should be the Premier League owners debating. I think uh, what's like he's. Not lost the plot because, like you said, there's a bit of value to his argument. But yeah. in in the sense of like, it's like going into a shop and giving out to the fucking person who's serving you about how the sign outside is not correct. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like stop talking to that person. Like, you don't need to. And surely, uh, uh, yeah. if you were having that conversation with someone, it doesn't need to be on live telly to a fucking presenter. Like, you know mm. what I mean? Like. Pick your battles. Yeah. Like, you're making yourself look like a knob. The equivalent, of, the equivalent of giving out to a shop worker for why you have to wear a mask. At 12.30 yeah. on a Saturday. Not... <laughs> <laughs> you wore a mask on Wednesday evening. In Duns. <laughs> I had to wear this in Duns and I had to wear it. Oh, yeah. I don't have time. That's... Yeah, I think yeah, Klopp look, has irked me though yeah, in the last few weeks. I can see how he's irked other fans. Like it's it's great from Liverpool's perspective that he's sticking up for us now, but you think he's getting a little bit looking like a I hate to say it, like a sore loser a little a bit. Touch. Like it's, yeah, yeah, a touch. And the problem the problem is he's going to bring up an excellent point in about two or three weeks, and it will have no. And we go, he's having a cry again. Yeah, not listening. It's, to the, it's a bit like Mourinho, isn't it? Like remember, like Mourinho. Yeah. yeah, the whole tree thing. Do you remember, like. <laughs> I want sweet. <laughs> yeah, relax, mate. Just leave the fucking leave the indie, will you? Like, come on, let him out. Uh, three <laughs> or Pep? Oh, the uh, twice against the, the greatest meme in the history of the world. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually use that to actually use that to launch. He's looking up in the air. <laughs> um. But, Thanks, that's, it. that's all from. Oh, let's get to do the draw. Every day the fan questions and not do the draw. The most important part of the whole thing. So, Bad Brendan, Marta, Martin, uh, Shane, Cormac, Dave. It's definitely someone like Dave. What Dave? Oh, Dave. I think I've definitely forgot a name. But here we go. Oh, Dave. The name out of the hat. Our winder. 
is Brendan. Bad Brendan. What a, what a joke. <laughs> Brendan, I was back with a brand new track. Comes He'll have a brand new track suit next week. Yeah. Oh, Just in time for Christmas. <laughs> From our affiliate partners, USA Sports merch.co.uk and look if you entered the competition and you didn't win all is not lost click the link in our bio it'll bring you straight to their page and they still have 25% off of Black Friday use code discount code BN20 to all the people that were in the draw you have won something though you've won our hearts what I like to say <laughs> the coaches sit down we so you know take some time for yourself sit down in your bathroom and have a wee there you go sit down we Thank God for the ability to edit the podcast. That can't um, stay in. Anyway. Wrap it up, gents. <laughs> Beric, <laughs> take us away for one last time. Actually, before we close, can right. I just say one last thing? I'd just like to thank their coach. I'd like to thank Beric. I'd like to the doctor. Because I'm, I'm thanking you on the season. Because it's not always easy to show up on a Sunday. you got NFL on. You might miss the last bit of... Your fancy um, football team losing. Fancy football losing. Or you might miss the last bit of Super Sunday. So I'd like to thank you all. For making my job so easy. And Beric, take us away. No, I feel like it's it's a waste of time now. There's no point in no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, gents, here we are. End of season two. Great great achievement, really, isn't it? Two seasons in the bag. We've we've brought on another bar still. We've had a rebranding process all in the space of ten weeks. Ten weeks, am I right here? Twelve weeks. Well I was missing for a few, so ten weeks. Ten weeks of good quality content. There was a couple of weeks of bad quality content. Not featuring me twice. Um, anyway, Doctor with his fabulous research, Coach with his fishing rod, Sasquatch, <laughs> the glue, and I have been Beric Dundarian. Thanks for listening. Whole season long, guys. Um, hope to see us back in season three. Uh, and don't be afraid to follow us on our social media. It was the Barstools on Instagram. Thank you, good night. Much love.